from the New Jersey Times. I'm Alingan Mitra. This is the Daily Two. After Israel and Palestine declared a ceasefire, both sides claimed victory. The damage inflicted on Hamas and the Palestinians, however, raises questions about their endgame. Today, to explain Hamas's rise to power, an interview with Mr. Morgan, a high school history teacher who's trying to be cool. It's Wednesday, May 26th. Once again, we were scooped by my old roommate Michael Barbaro, who not only would delete shows I've DVR'd even before I got to watch them, but today also chose to cover the rise of Hamas. Luckily, I was still able to score an interview with a high school history teacher, Mr. Morgan. Yo, 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 yo. Okay. Uh, yes, Mr. Morgan. In order to understand the Middle East, I was hoping you could tell us about where Hamas came from. Happy to. People think history is boring, but like Megan the Stallion, history gives me a wap, a wicked academic pleasure. That's a real wap. Okay, I, I feel like you're trying to relate to young people, but I was hoping you could just explain the history of Hamas. Absolutely. So, in 1948, the war that led to the creation of Israel, 800,000 Palestinians fled and ended up in Gaza. That's where they went, and that's when the Middle East first split up, like Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. Yeah, that's that. That's what. That's who it was. Okay. Again, I I I I see what you're trying to do. Make this relatable、uh, with what you think are pop culture references, but that isn't necessary for. I don't know、most. what you mean, Alingan. I think you're being a little bit extra. Maybe be a little more basic. Yeah, I don't think you used either of those words correctly. I think that the- basically I did. So, the war. Is when many political movements have their roots, and then in 1967, there's another war, and this one was really lit, not like before. By the end of it, Israel occupies the West Bank, the Gaza Strip, and East Jerusalem, and they set up military rule there. I think "lit" refers to when something's like、uh, turned up. Yes, exactly. Many groups turned up. Uh, within these Palestinian territories to protest the occupation. Okay, that, that's not what I meant by turned out. And by this、that. protest movement coalesces in the late 1980s in what's known as the First Intifada. There's waves of riots, protests,、uh, which Israel eventually squelches. But it's during this time that Hamas formally forms. I actually wrote a rap about it. Okay, please, please don't start rapping. In 1987, in okay, West Gaza, we'll, we'll, right we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Sheldon Brown, one of the interns at the Daily Two. You know, one of the most memorable stories I remember working on here was about a migrant worker attempting to cross the border. It was a heart-wrenching tale of sacrifice that showed me how current events are shaping everyday lives. We never aired it. Because Alingon wanted to interview someone with a bad German accent instead, and that's when I learned I was interning at the Daily Two and not the Daily. So, if you want to support actual journalism, subscribe to the New York Times. But if you want to continue confusing college juniors like me, subscribe to the Daily Two. Before the break, 
Mr. Morgan, you were telling us that Hamas forms in the late 1980s. Do they immediately seize power in Gaza? Um, actually, no. Hamas is created because they believe Palestine is Muslim land and it's their duty to remove the Jews from there. But there's a lot of groups like that. Uh, They're not really standing out, like making their mark. Uh, They don't really have their glow up until the second intifada. I'm curious, uh, Mr. Morgan, has you forcing Gen Z slang into your lessons ever helped kids actually learn? Uh, Alingon, I don't know what you're talking about. This is how I normally talk. It's just cool old me, cool young old. Look, I'm timeless. Those who don't, those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. And I know all about history. And so I'm just a timeless capsule. That's me. Just, just talking like I do. Okay. I'm going to assume that it has never helped. Oh, could you tell us about the second intifada? Well, it was like the first intifada, except much more violent. It started in 2000, and Hamas stood out from other groups because of their hardline stance against Israel. They carried out bombings, including suicide bombings in Israel. And you know, I've seen a lot of seen a lot of rap shows, and I know a little bit about bombing, but uh, these ones are real and serious. And by the early 2000s, the US and the EU had designated Hamas a terrorist organization. When I say second, you say intifada, second. Mr. Morgan, second. Let's, okay, let's focus, please. How does Hamas go from a terrorist organization to being the government of Gaza? I'll tell you, but by the end of this, I'm definitely going to rap at least once. So, in 2006, they actually distanced themselves from Islamism and campaigned for parliament on an anti-corruption campaign, and uh, they have a landslide victory, like my favorite uh, Stevie Nicks song. Oh, oh God, no, I mean, I only like rap. And the following year, they take out the opposing party in a brutal civil war, and they've been in power ever since, just like that Drake song. Oh, started from the bottom, now we hear. Oh, I, I've never heard that one. So uh, Hamas has been in power since 2006. Have they been an effective government? The problem is Hamas does not recognize Israel, and Israel calls Hamas a terrorist organization. It's like the Nicki Minaj feud with Cardi B, except if Nicki could set up a blockade around Cardi and limit what can go in and out. Uh, That's what Israel did. As a result, Gaza's economy has been crippled during Hamas's tenure. On top of that, there continues to be violence between the two, like the wars in 2008, 2012, 2014, and the most recent one, no cap. No cap? I don't... I don't know what no cap means. Oh, uh, all the kids are saying it, and they probably got it from me because I say it, and I'm a trendsetter. No cap, no lie. That's what it means. I'm sure it's a shortened version of no capriciousness. I'm sure it's not a shortened version of no capriciousness. Now, given the destruction these wars cause, it seems like both Hamas and Israel would want to come to a long-term resolution. Is there any hope for peace? Yes, but given how entrenched both sides are in their beliefs, it is kind of like the East Coast, West Coast rap beefs of old. Uh, Maybe even going back farther than the Middle East disagreements. Uh, Perhaps uh, perhaps disagreement is uh, too... uh, 
smaller word to use for this, but I'd say that they're about even the East Coast, West Coast, and everything that's going on uh, with Israel and Hamas. But uh, if if only they could uh, meet somewhere in the middle, East Coast, West Coast, perhaps the Midwest. Uh, if there could be peace in the Midwest, maybe there can also be peace in the Mideast. But for now, it doesn't look like there's a resolution in the near future. But what do I know? I'm just a history teacher and rapper with 48 TikTok followers. Maybe 49 now? No, no. You'll still be at 48. Thank you, Mr. Morgan. Follow me at the history rapper. Get at all your keepers and your trappers. I'll be here delivering these slappers of the knee and of the mind. And that's no cappers. Okay, we'll be right back. In the summer of 2020, the country was captivated by The Last Dance, a 10-part docuseries capturing the final season of NBA legend Michael Jordan. This summer, get ready to do it again. ESPN Films and Tim Duncan present The Final Lecture, a 12-part video series that's part documentary and part college course. You'll follow the five-time NBA champion as he teaches the fundamentals of basketball, how to budget your money, and what time to go to bed. Each episode ends with a quiz to make sure you understood the material. Enroll now to watch on ESPN Plus or Coursera. Here's what else you need to know today. Amazon is set to buy MGM Studios, the creator of the James Bond films, for $8 billion. In unrelated news, MGM announced in the new Bond, 007 will go after a billionaire who's looking to take over the world, only to realize the billionaire is actually a pretty good guy and nothing to worry about. Today's guest was comedian Mike Kaplan. Follow him on social media at Mike Kaplan. Links are in the show notes. And subscribe to the podcast for a new episode every day and to binge on past sketches. That's it for The Daily Two. I'm Olingan Mitra. See you tomorrow.